Welcome to SUP with Shelley. And my guest today is Debbie Johnson. My friend Debbie is joining me today as we talk about just a couple different topical matters, very thing, uh, very many things that everybody can relate to, especially this time of year as we approach the holiday season. Things get hectic. There's always a frenzy. Everybody's running around and doing all kinds of crazy things. The lists are endless. So we're going to talk about just some very topical things today. And first, I want to welcome my guest, Debbie. Hi, everyone. I'm going to um, probably sit here and listen to what Shelly has to say. Not really. I am. Hopefully, I can uh, interject a few things. And uh, thank you, Shelly, for having me come on. Well, I'm glad that you were able to make it. My goal is to have this as a regular feature at On TV and hope that the community enjoys it and gets to enjoy all the wonderful things that On TV has to offer. I'm going to start today with holiday traditions. And we've talked about all kinds of traditions. You hear it on TV. You hear it everywhere, radio. But there's one thing um, that I wondered what happened to this tradition. I don't see it anymore. I don't know about you, Debbie. But let's start with Debbie. Can you think of a tradition that you see all the time and a tradition that you really don't see at all anymore? And if you can't, that's fine, because there's one tradition I have to um, talk about today. It's, it's kind of been bugging me. Well, some of the new traditions, um, and I don't know if they're traditions, because that might just be a... Uh, I, Elf on a Shelf, for example. That's not Good really, one. Yeah, that's not really a tradition, but you see a lot, a lot of that stuff. Um, I remember the Advent calendar. Yeah, so that was something that we did every night mm-hmm. for the whole season. Right. That was a very popular tradition. Elf on the Shelf is another one. When did that start? Yeah. <laughs> years? Has it been years? I mean, I'm showing my age. It seems that's been years. Everywhere I go, I see an elf on the shelf. It used to be Santa was watching you, right? Yes. yes so did yes. the elf replace Santa? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think Santa could be replaced. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Certainly could fit down the chimney a little easier. Right. <laughs> that is so true. Now, we can't keep giving the elf cookies and milk because that just wouldn't work. So, all right. Here's something that I came across. It's mistletoe. Now, in talking about mistletoe, this is interesting. Debbie, I don't know if you've heard about this or not. Did a little research. Mistletoe, from the earliest of times, was considered to bestow life and fertility, a protection against poison and an aphrodisiac. Okay, fast forward. We've now got mistletoe at a variety of house parties, hall parties, different events. Here's my question and my maybe concern. Okay, so one belief was that it had power to bestow fertility. It's also dung from which mistletoe comes from. (laughs) It's a parasite. It's a plant. I take it you hadn't heard that, Debbie. No, I have not heard that, (laughs) Shelley. In the era of Me Too... You really want to kiss somebody under a parasite. (laughs) And is that really going to bestow fertility? 
The magic appeal was then turned into a kissing ball. A kiss could mean deep romance or lasting friendship, a goodwill. If the girl remained unkissed, though, she could not expect not to marry the following year. So with the Me Too movement and everything, is this still an appropriate tradition? What do you think, Debbie? I think maybe if the woman puts the mistletoe over her head, which I have done several times, to get a kiss. Hopefully not at work. <laughs> oh, there too. I, <laughs> no. <Or>. Um, <laughs> yeah. I. You know what? I think it's a great tradition. I think it's, but I don't know if the younger generation is still using it like we used to. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it. Now, back in the day at office parties, when people would tend to run amok, it was in the offices, it was in the cafeteria, yes. the lunchroom, and I think I saw one in the restroom. Oh, boy. Not sure. Yeah. Again, a parasite. <laughs> when you think about it, yeah. It is. <laughs> I mean, and looking up the history, it started, it's a plant, it's a parasite, and it was cultivated into this magical, spiritual thing that now means if you do kiss somebody under it, you've got a good chance of getting married. I think not. <laughs> Dung over the head? I'm not sure either. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And if you remain unkissed, you won't get married. So I'm thinking that that might just show good judgment on the part of the woman. That oh, yeah. she thought, maybe I'd rather be kissed under the moon, the stars. There we go. A beautiful rainbow. There we go. Something like that. Yep. Now, what's a tradition? That's one that I just don't see anymore, and I really don't miss it. It used to um, be everywhere, and it just, uh, it just created too many problems. What's a tradition you'd like to, uh, other than, you said you don't want to see any more Elf on the Shelf, or you just think it's weird? I th Well, you know, it was cute when it first came out. I don't know that it's really a tradition. But Do you think I it mean, makes kids behave better? No. No. <laughs> you tell them that there's going to be coal in the stocking, that's it. <laughs> that's another thing. Yeah. That was another thing. What What's up with stockings? I don't know. And I say stockings, and I just have an image of a large pair of pantyhose hanging from a fireplace. <laughs> What's up with stockings? Do you still see people in their homes using stockings? Yes. yes. You do? Yes. I have four grandchildren, and there are stockings for all of them, for their dog, for uh, husband, wife. Yeah. None for me. You know, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Again, with a coal. So, see, you're going to have a, sto a stocking up. You're just asking for coal. Yeah, I, I, Correct? I agree. I agree. That's why I stopped putting mine up. I... My mom and dad used to uh, get to the point where they'd put a handful of walnuts in there. Ah, and you thought it was coal. <laughs> uh, no, I knew it was walnuts, but my problem is, does that mean I was good or was I bad? Whoa. That puts a lot of pressure on a kid. It oh, is. yeah. Complicated. <laughs> it's very complicated. So then they decided to add, um, I think, baby carrots to the mix. So then I figured if that sat out overnight, they were telling me that, I wasn't good or bad. I just wasn't worth having anything halfway decent in there, I think, is what the message was. Because the carrots weren't too uh, good the next day. What's the weirdest thing you've had in a stocking? Even as a child or as a wife, as a friend at a holiday work party? Uh, you know, I don't. We did not have stockings. In fact. As a child? No. Sam, really? I, well, it was really just me. So my parents would just. Open all the presents, or actually, I don't think they ever wrapped them. And the another savings, from, yeah. <laughs> what came from Santa was out all over the place. So there was a moment of 
screaming and joy. And then I had to play with the toys. So it was just such a brief thing. So they obviously didn't have the dollar store back then with the cheap wrapping paper. <laughs> no. So you didn't did get not. to bonk anybody on the head with the cardboard? Did not. Oh, my goodness. No, did not. The cardboard from the wrapping paper. I used to bonk my sisters on the head. Uh, tried my dad once, and only once. But that cardboard from the wrapping paper, I think, was the most fun. It's like when you get um, pots and pans yes. to kids. Yes. Or yes. boxes. Yes. They end up playing in them and enjoy them immensely. Yes. Um, so stockings, I guess people are still using them, right? Yeah. Is that yeah. only if you have oh, children? Yes, I think more children. I mean, if I got married and I was, you know, just me and my husband, I don't think I'd put them up. You don't there. expect a stocking this no. year. Okay. Note to your husband, <laughs> Debbie does not expect nor want a stocking this year. So that you're off the hook for walnuts and yeah. carrots. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think now and then my mom and dad would put candy canes in there. Now that was just probably cleaning up what was left. Yeah. So speaking of traditions and everything else, here's one of the things I dread the most about the holidays. I'm looking for all my Christmas decorations, which kind of got put away a little hastily, not necessarily where they should be. The lights not necessarily wound up correctly. And a couple bulbs missing. So I've got them stashed in different places, kind of organized, but not really. And every time I look for Christmas decorations, I remind myself of my father, who everywhere he went in the house had a magnifying glass, a pair of pliers, and a flashlight. And I used to make fun of him. I don't know if that happened in your house, Debbie, but my dad either thought there was not enough light the things were too tight and needed pliers, and he needed a magnifying glass to read everything. <laughs> now, many, many years later, I find that I have a magnifying glass, a pair of pliers, a flashlight, and I've added to the mix a screwdriver because lids get tighter, boxes and tape get harder to open, Elastic and plastic and all those wonderful things associated with holidays are harder to open and unwrap. And as a result, guess what is happening? People are using their teeth. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is which is not a good idea. Uh, I wore braces as a child, and my mom never forgot <laughs> to remind me that uh, what my teeth cost. <laughs> What's happening is I have now lost my flashlight, my magnifying glass. My pliers and my screwdriver. I can't tell you how many times I have looked for one of those or all of those. Do you find that, especially at the holiday season, because it's busy, do you spend more time looking for things than you ever <laughs> did, Debbie? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I spend more time looking for it than I do using the item. Yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> all right. I know if you say nothing, you're lying to me. What is now... One of the things on your missing list and probably will never be found again. Related to Christmas or just regular? Or In general. Anything? Okay. Keys. Phone. Okay. I had to buy one of those tiles so I could find my keys and find my phone. Terrible. What's, that. I don't know. What's a tile to find a phone? Oh, okay. It's a little thing you put on your phone and you uh, press it. And you have to open up your location services and then you press it and you 
press keys and it, my keys go off. What if Does you lose your tile? Well, then you lose the connection. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going around the house looking for your tile, you're really in trouble. <laughs> See, I'm already worried about losing my tile. Yeah, yeah, gosh. Um, are things lost in your house that you've never been able to find? Yeah, I think so. How about you? Def- well, the flashlight, the magnifying glass, the pliers and the screwdriver. I don't understand. It's not a big house. I don't go to each room, and I don't understand where they could have gone. It is mind-boggling. It reminds me of, I guess, growing up doing laundry in the one sock that was always missing. Mm-hmm, yeah. Where did they go? <laughs> Who knows? But maybe your dad came and got the pliers and maybe. the magnifying glass. <laughs> but it makes me so mad because this flashlight, I mean, is gone, and uh, a few of the other things. So would you say that the bulk of your day... We're talking about things typically around the holidays because it's so crazy. You do spend looking for things to get everything in order for Christmas. Oh, I I absolutely do that. But my biggest problem is I go from room to room and forget what I'm looking for. So, Do you check your steps when you're doing that? No, I do not. (laughs) I retrace them trying to think of what it was. But the easiest thing for me to do is go from the living room to the kitchen and then back to the living room so I will remember what it is that I'm looking for. And if you go back and forth to different rooms, do you usually come across what you're looking for? Generally, yeah, because wow. I, yeah, well, yeah, I kind of do. But there are times when I don't, and I'm just kind of going back and forth. But I never find pliers, and I never find a magnifying glass. Well, that's because you haven't lost them like I have. <laughs> and your dad apparently didn't have that combination. But trust me, now that I've planted the seed and probably planted the seed in many of the listeners, you're going to want a magnifying glass. <laughs> You're going to want pliers, and you're going to want a flashlight. Now I need, I think I'm, I'm compelled to get two flashlights. Flashlight I get, and I get the magnifying glass. I don't get the pliers. What's the, what are those, what do you use those for? You could come across something, it's amazing, and not be able to open it, undo it, or just feel the need to use pliers to get at the contents inside, which takes me to my next issue, and I'm, I'm relating these to the holidays because it seems that it's rampant at the holidays. I don't seem to have these problems a lot during the year. What is up with that hard plastic? Oh, my God. It's got a name. I don't um, know. Uh, hard plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I have a name for it, but I can't say it now. What is up with that? Everything, I mean, every single thing is in it. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, you can't get it open. I use... um, What do you use to open it? Needle nose pliers sometimes. Ding, Ah, ding, 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 ding. I knew it. Yeah. We're going to get a magnifying glass out of her yet, (laughs) folks. Scissors. Okay. And um, let's see, what what else do I use? Oh, I have one of those little rubber things that you put on top of a jar and you can turn it. You know what I'm talking about? I have never had luck with those. (laughs) Oh, I I know what you're talking about. You do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what if it's a square box... Do you use one of those jar open-upper things on a no. plastic box? No, you mean like a Stanley knife that you would slice? Oh, now we've got a Stanley knife, <laughs> pliers, magnifying glass. I just knew we'd crack and a Debbie. Part three. Yes. <laughs> and I think we have our first caroling song. Yeah. Our first caroling song, uh, homemade caroling song. What, um, I get to the point where I don't even want to buy anything in hard plastic. What about you? Do you go no, out of your way? 
I don't go out of my way to look for it, but if what I want, what I really want is what the kids want. So if it's in hard plastic, I get it. And I Who opens it? it? Um, on Christmas Day, their father. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. he's probably got the pliers and the magnifying glass and the flashlight. And I think you'll find out yeah. when you go home that he does have those. They could be lost, but he does have a stash of those items. The hard plastic, I, uh, I heard on TV over the past couple of years how many cases of emergency room visits were required by people trying to open those and severely cutting themselves. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I've cut myself before on that. You have? Yes. Yeah. And you've heard of people cutting themselves and they still use it for everything. I can't believe that that is even in existence anymore, especially at the holidays, and with children opening things and using them. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yep. Do you, um, in terms of, you said you had grandchildren, how do you wrap their gifts? Here's another thing that I think is the greatest invention of all times, beside the yellow Post-it note, is the gift bag. You could pretty much throw anything in a gift bag and not have to wrap it. What do you think? Oh, I don't, I would never do that. <laughs> you never use you know, a gift bag? I, I use a gift bag for maybe birthdays, but I enjoy maybe watching a Christmas movie, sitting in the middle of my living room and thinking about what grandchild I'm wrapping this for and making, I've learned how to make really pretty bows. Awesome. It's relaxing to me. I really enjoy it. Awesome. So, Absolutely yeah. awesome. You know, you just summed up something at the holidays where you're watching a movie, putting on the music, and taking the time to put the love and everything into a present, not just buy something, throw it in a gift bag, as apparently I like to do. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I do put tissue paper in there. Oh, okay, that makes <laughs> it so much better. Colored tissue? <laughs> no, 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 not always. It, I, it, I try and keep red around because red you can pretty much use all year. Yes, that's true. Not always at Easter. At yeah. Easter, purple. You could, yeah, you kind of yeah. need the pastels. Yeah. So that that is awesome. What's your favorite Christmas movie to watch when you're doing this? Oh, boy. There's a lot. But, you know, I, I almost like the contemporary ones better than the, okay. you know, It's a Wonderful Life kind of. I've, I've probably watched that so much that I'm, I enjoy the contemporary. I like Elf. I like all the silly ones, you know. I think they're funny. I like a funny Christmas story. So is Elf your favorite? No. Because <laughs> it wasn't very funny. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think if I had to pick an all-time favorite here, first I tell you that I like the contemporary ones, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I think that's everybody's favorite. Why do you think that is? I don't know. It comes down to that last point that they made when it all came together that it was really about love, um, and the little angel wouldn't hear the little bell. Okay. And what was it? What did they say? <laughs> I only saw it once, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Another angel came. Daddy, Another look. angel got its wings? Yes. Okay. That, that's it. And again, I only saw it once. I just yeah. must and have I seen saw it, it 40 <laughs> times. So what's that tell you? <laughs> so the next thing, I guess we're talking about retaining Christmas memories. <laughs> or not retaining Christmas that's right. memories. That's right. Oh, I bet you remember more about Elf. <laughs> I like it. What, I like what do you remember about the movie Elf? Oh, I, I just. He was so funny. Will Ferrell is so funny anyway. 
But um, with some of the, do you remember like the funniest lines or the fu- oh, funniest parts about it? Um, well, I can't remember who the actor was that. Oh, James Cotton. He was uh, Elf's father, but okay. Elf was like I don't know ten times taller than him, and it had real hard. He had a real hard time trying to uh, figure out that he was the father. So once he actually did fill it, fill it out, or feel it out, figure it out. Thank you, Shelley. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> once he figured it out, then it all came together. It all was happy and. That sort of thing, but it was funny up to that point, and I like I like funny, so. I so you've that. got Miracle on Twenty Fourth Street. That's just an old, and you have wonderful Elf. memory. Yeah. What's another one that you could sit and watch while you're wrapping presents? Um, I don't know. See, I I I saw the movies growing up. Watched a lot of the movies. Don't have a particular favorite. It just seemed to be. Uh, that everybody had to like it's a wonderful life. Yeah. yeah. I think it was mandatory. I think it yeah. was required by yeah. law. Yeah. Fabulous movie though, but I think it was required by law. <laughs> so I would have to say Christmas story. Now did you ever see that movie? Oh yes, I did. Yeah. It's very funny. What is the funniest in your opinion? Oh, and everybody's gosh. got a different opinion. Obviously mine's when his tongue got frozen. Which what do you think? Uh, well, I'm gonna have to add, you'll put your eye out. Oh, you took my two. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, those oh, those are I just know. classics. What about, and this takes me to my next thing about the holidays, the lamp. The one that was a leg? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember those in our house. Not not oh. the lamps that were legs, but I remember the little women that used to sit around on the you know, table, and they their legs would go back and forth. And you probably don't know I think that's a whole separate issue, Debbie. <laughs> probably. I think that is a whole separate issue. Again, the Christmas lamp was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember any other lamps with legs, but I'll tell you something. Um, I saw that movie, and my sister saw that movie, and apparently we decided we had to have that lamp. Now, we were into antiques at the time, so we would go antiquing everywhere, and lo and behold, I'm trying to think of the city we were in. Obviously, it was in Michigan because a lot of the antique places were up in the thumb, and we'd always drag my mom along, and it was just horrifying because every antique store we went into, she would say, oh my God, I've got all this junk at home. I've had all this junk, and now they're asking this much money and this much money and this much money for it. So she would be kind of a Debbie Downer. No offense to you, Debbie. <laughs> no, I'm not You're taking the, it. <laughs> but um, we were determined to find that lamp. And guess what? We Did found it. it. Right. My sister had it in her house. I never was able to get one, nor did I have it in my house. She had it forever in her house. And I have to admit, it was kind of creepy. <laughs> I would imagine. Was it plastic or was it uh, plaster? Or I didn't it touch of? it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ah, touch it. In fact, okay. I would go in the other door of the house because it kind of scared me. Oh, creepy! Now, how out. could be something that cute in a movie? Yeah, and that Ooh. creepy on a table by the front door. Oh yeah, yeah. I can imagine. So that would it, Yeah. Can you think of anything in a movie that you have seen? That you absolutely 
said, oh, my gosh, I really want that in my house. You mean for Christmas? Yeah, Christmas anytime. From a movie, a favorite movie, and aside from um, a Western where maybe you fell in love with a horse that they were riding or something. Of course, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But like that Christmas lamp that everybody, everybody seemed, well, not everybody, everybody seemed to want that leg. Yeah, I can't. I'm not thinking about much of that. You didn't Looking, want the elf costume? Nope, didn't want that. Um, I enjoy watching TV and, and movies, but I don't ever find myself wanting anything that they're using. <laughs> what was the red wagon in the Christmas oh, story? Oh, yeah, uh, Red Rider. No, that was... P.F. Flyer? No, no Red Rider was... was the gun. Um, probably a P.F. Flyer. Okay. A radio flyer. That's radio what was on flyer. Side. Yes. Great trivia question. Yeah. Um, what possessed everybody, parents, to go out and get that wagon? I, I think every parent went out and got the wagon for their kids. Don't yeah, you agree? I do agree. And I got it for my grandkids. So they, we have the red Bingo. wagon there and the, and the grandkids have it. How many wagons did you have to buy? No, we, they, they passed it. My daughter passed them down for the kids. So they didn't each get their own, so there were four little wagons going around. <laughs> well, that would be crazy. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> that would be absolutely crazy. I like that thinking. Right now, to share maybe a gift, do you think that that's still in existence anymore? Sharing a gift? With kids that oh, kids are willing what? to share? Yeah, I think it's. What they, my daughter does and her friends, um, um, as you know, Shelly, she's in Ann Arbor. So um, they came up with an idea of when there was a birthday party or when there was a Christmas present they wanted to give their friends, mm -hmm. they had to pick out a toy that they are no longer using, that they played with that's in good shape, and they were allowed to wrap it. And then the birthday party was the new person who's getting all the birthday presents. They get to open all of these toys. They're not damaged, and I like it. They, yeah, it was something they really liked to play with. So it, it really, they had to give up something that they liked. So it was really not easy, not easy choices. <laughs> I like it. What a great lesson to yeah. teach kids instead of more, more, yeah, more. Yeah, I agree. And plus, it gets expensive. You have a lot of friends, and you have these big, elaborate uh, birthday parties. Yeah, it gets expensive. That idea. Um, is it new, or do you think that that happened in our I, childhood growing up? No, I, it wasn't I, common then. I don't. Well, I think I think a lot of parents may have taken their kids to donate their time at like a dinner, you know, or a, a homeless meal, that sort of thing. In our in our time, I my dad just took me to the Elk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that I wasn't think, about me. Yeah, I think I. In fact, I went I know. with a family that did that. So yeah. We did, we did go to the Elks, and we had to buy ornaments, possibly, uh, something for a tree to give to another family. I think, and I might be wrong, I think that's making a comeback. Oh, okay. All right. From what I see yeah. with kids, yeah. instead of this, I mean, it had to stop somewhere because yeah, 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 it's yeah. so out of control, um, where... Less presence and maybe more giving, which takes me to my next and last pet peeve about the holidays. Be honest with me, Debbie. Did you ever spend the night at Best Buy? <laughs> In the that I lot? would never do. Never. In fact, I have a hard time even going to the store. No, I 
I enjoy shopping online. There are no crowds. Uh-huh. Yeah, I my my thinking has changed. But I do remember when my daughter was growing up, searching all the stores for He Man. She wanted a He Man. What's a He Man? Oh, oh, that was is that a, like um, what's that arm uh, no. stretch Armstrong? No, no, no. Okay. That's be, that's mm. before that. We're talking, you know. 85, something like that. What is... I've, it that, was He-Man and the ca- Castle Grayskull. And that was the big toy that one year. Nobody could get it. it sort of like the Cabbage Patch Kids. Only okay. This, is, this was the beginning of all that stuff they had to have. And sure enough, I mean, my husband and I were always looking for that kind of stuff. Was that a toy you got at Toys R Us? Back? No, they were out everywhere. We ended up finding it at an Ace Hardware that we just happened to walk in. And I said, oh, Scott, look at this. Look at this. This is Castle Grayskull. You would think it was for me, and I was excited. But, you know, you can get caught up in that that dilemma. I can remember standing in um, the card store, and all these women were in line. And I said, what are you in line for? And they said, oh, the new tie came out. The, the new, new tie? tie? Yeah, those little. <laughs> yeah. They were I feel standing, like I miss so much. <gasps> they said, oh, this is the best one. I said, it is? Oh, well, I'm going to stand in line. <laughs> so I ended up. Doing the same thing. I went up and I saw the woman in front of me get two because they're really desirable. So I ended up getting two, which was probably the worst mistake I ever made because I ended up collecting them for my daughter and now they sit in a box. And do you think your daughter will ever want those back? No, the kids play with them. But no, she won't. They like to come over and get her stuffed animals when she was a kid, I can tell you that. Do your kids see people on TV... And it's only on TV unless you take them there. Spending the night at Best Buy or what's um, Toys R Us, I think went out of business. But do you see, see people spending the night and thinking that's cool? No. Not, no, no. My daughter is really, um, she goes the other direction. She has taught them uh, well, I think, in that direction. And there's four of them, so they don't get a lot of presents. Um, Would you spend the night at a Best Buy now? No. What if a bunch of girls went and wanted to get oh, something? Oh, we had some wine? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Okay. Now, Let me change that around. <laughs> all right. See, now, now we're getting to the bottom Absolutely. of it. Now we're getting to the bottom of it. We'd go in there and buy um, just a pair of earbuds and spend the night in the parking lot and make a party out of it. Isn't yep. that what everybody's doing? Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> the Cabbage Patch was huge, but yeah. I don't remember ever standing in line. But you mentioned Ace Hardware, and Ace Hardware used to be the place where you could get just about everything reasonable. Yeah, yep. And uh, they had quite the variety. Yeah. Do you prefer small stores or the big box stores? I know you shop online, but small or big box? Well, it depends on what I'm getting. If I'm getting the staples, I go to Costco. If okay. I'm getting something that I want special. I'll okay. go to the Hallmark store, see what they have. I'll go to an Ace Hardware. Um, what do you think what do you think of um, drone delivery of anything? I can't it could imagine. be drone delivery of celery? Yeah. No. Wine? I mean, how is what do you think of that? What is what, I, I'm mind boggled by that. Yeah, I. you know what? I do not like that concept because the drone has to travel at a certain height, so it's not hitting cars and windshields, and so it, it tra- and that makes me think that if that drone wanted to come down and peek in a few windows, it could very well do that. And I don't know; it would become drone traffic, so we'd have to have some kind of regulation like they do 
in aviation. So, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. I, I, I remember hearing the story about someone um, over in Bald Mountain with a drone and came right up on the eagle's nest. So I think drones, I just don't think they're good. I don't think they're good for people. How are they going to deliver gifts? I have no idea. I have no idea. I thought I saw on TV uh, a while ago. I don't watch much TV. I thought, and I I could totally be off base, a drone, and I don't even want to say this because it seemed so absurd. I thought they were showing, this was out west, so the weather, obviously you have to have, you have to have good weather. The drones were delivering prescription meds. Oh, oh, oh. boy, you want to make sure that's not going to land in the wrong yard. (laughs) Now, talk about a frenzy of shooting your eye out. People be out there with their uh, BB guns and everything shooting them down. (laughs) Does that make any sense? No, I don't think so. You mean drones? No, I don't like it. I don't even like it for play because planes have been grounded because of a drone, a big drone being in the wrong place. So I don't think they're good. They're amateurs running them. And, um, no, I think it can be used for the wrong reasons. So I don't like that technology, I, unless they really regulate it. If they regulate it. It's going to be add, impossible to yeah, regulate. it would be, I would think. Well, they probably said that about, you know, airplanes. But they have to they come s- up with traffic They said that about cars. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. They said that about bicycles, cars, yep. motorcycles. yep. All of those things. But I, I'm positive. And like I said, usually the TV's on. It's in the background. And they showed, I want to say Arizona. And it made sense, I guess. They were delivering prescription meds. Now, I think I would be compelled to sit on my front porch and wait for it. Which, if it was a medication that I really needed, and it's hovering <laughs> overhead, <laughs> Mike could be jumping. Am I going to be jumping up and down, waving my arms? That's what you want to do. And the other problem with that is if I had to resort to that, what's to say that the neighbor won't do it just to get the delivery? Look at all the porch pirates. Yeah, that's true. But there was prescription medicine. And again, I saw the TV with something in the background. I think that they were delivering celery okay i get celery it it doesn't get bruised yeah oh, how do they do it they put, they can't put it on a little planter well, what they do it, it 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 appeared that that's what they did <laughs> but they were also delivering and i i saw this on tv that doesn't mean it's real i saw this on tv they had a six pack of beer now Let i me think alcohol <laughs> I think alcohol's a problem for a variety of reasons. Oh, yeah. But I want to say that when I looked at it, it was glass. So is this oh. drone gently lower, <laughs> lowering, lowering? Wow. wow. And who, my, I just can imagine a street where there's 50 people jumping up and down to get it, a six, <laughs> six bottles of Heineken. But um, that's me. Yeah. I I'm still back on the drone delivering groceries. I mean, I just don't think. Well, it's going to have to be so regulated. I just can't even imagine how they're going to do that. How can you possibly order more than three or four things? Yeah. Unless exactly. you have a massive drone. I mean, 
the next thing I visualize is the blimp (laughs) coming with groceries. And especially, you brought up a very good point. You belong to Costco, Mm -hmm. which the whole idea is bulk. Yep. You call Costco. You make a, and not you, Debbie, but anybody, make an order of toilet paper. Now, what is that? I, I don't belong to Casco. 60 rolls, uh, 200 rolls? No, no. Um, no. <laughs> but, but, but let's Just say I did. Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't want to be at my house on a nice summer day. Waiting for the drone? <laughs> and have the neighbors out grilling, playing with their children, putting air in their bicycle tires, having a wonderful summer day. And then... The sun is blocked out by my order of toilet paper and then dropping it in my yard. Anybody else have a problem with that? I don't think it can happen that way. I just don't think they're going to be able to do that. I think the drone's going to be have to fly so high. Drop one at a time. <laughs> and how do they check ID? They must have to have like a little Skype thing going on in their in the drone. So when they lower it down, they say, let me see your ID. And uh, or, the idea. or they look above you like all the cameras. Uh, again, this is another thing that irritates me. At a store, they would have to have a camera mounted on the drone to look at you, ID you, and any camera, I don't know about you, Debbie, again, bad example, maybe. When I look at myself on a camera in a store as you're leaving the store, I'm horrified. Yeah. Oh, and here you are on uh But the cameras at the store when you're leaving, or another example is when you're walking in front of a store and you look at your reflection. What's up with that? Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. You apparently don't look at, I mean, all right. I know you do like uh, an elevator, the cameras, or at a store. You look at the camera on an elevator? If there's a camera on an elevator, I mean, you see people, especially at resorts, looking at the cameras. First of all, if they ID'd me based on that, it's 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 bone chilling because <laughs> the pictures are awful. They really need if they're going to use drones, they really need to have better cameras to capture I think your best side. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just <laughs> have a No. <laughs> a, look good. Yeah. You yeah. can't have a cheap camera and no. have that based based no. on the ID. Agreed. So what would uh, be another thing that would be a problem of a drone delivering? Um, let's see. We well, got celery's so good. Many. We've heard, okay, haven't we established so that celery's good and toilet yeah. paper's good in well, small amounts? Well, you've established that. I haven't established that. <laughs> I don't like the drone idea for <laughs> delivering anything. I feel it's more an invasion of privacy. You know, we're being everything's coming at us. You should be able to be in your home and have the privacy and just. Well, you know, we, we live on a place that, or Shelly and I live on a street that's um, very, very wooded. And, mm-hmm. um, so I like my privacy when I get home. I just like the calm and the stillness. All of a sudden, I, if I hear, ah, and it's a drone, I won't be happy. Somebody told me, I was in my yard. Again, we're in a rural area, and there was a drone overhead. And I was just doing some yard work, and I did check with some people that I felt were uh, had the authority to make an accurate assessment of the rules and regulations. Bottom line is, there aren't any rules. Yeah. 
So yeah. if that drone's looking at you, I yep. said, well, then I'm just going to take my butterfly net and catch the drone and put an <laughs> end to it. Well, come to find out, that's a crime because it's somebody else's. You can't, basically what they said is you do not, nobody controls airspace. And I thought, well, that doesn't make much sense. But I was going to capture it and have it, uh, an input to it. And that reminds me, wasn't there a lady on a beach, I want to say in Florida or something, and a guy was hovering? Yes, yes. Do you remember, I remember that, Debbie? remember that, yes. And they, con- they controlled from so far away that you can't pinpoint the guy that's doing that. You know, it's not like within your vision or within your sight. So, yeah. Didn't, now, again, TV's on in the background, so I'm not really paying attention. From what I remember, she attacked the drone and damaged it, and I thought they brought charges against oh her. Uh, that part I didn't hear. I just heard the initial news report on it, but I didn't hear the follow-up. So, yeah. That part, um, I don't get. So, I guess what they're saying is if you're on the beach and you're sunbathing and just trying to chill out and forget about everything and you hear the buzzing right above you, you're supposed to continue sunbathing and not be bothered by it. That's yes, that, and don't don't make them silent. Then, I mean, that's just that you know, could be even more yeah, problematic. Yeah, right, right. I think I'd want to hear them coming. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm, not, but I'm not sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's an invasion of privacy. Yeah. In terms of where we've come so far, how is that? That is an invasion of privacy. But they're trying to use drones. To do good things. So I guess if you're stuck at your house, you get your certain things delivered. But people taking pictures everywhere with their iPhone. Yeah. Have you ever been filmed and all of a sudden realized you were being filmed? You could be at a grocery store out in public. And for whatever reason, somebody's filming you. I'm not that lucky. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or or unlucky. I mean, you could have dropped a, a you disturbed the display of um, grapefruit at a grocery store, and somebody thinks it's hilarious. Oh, you're trying to collect 300 grapefruits as they're rolling down the aisles, <laughs> and you see somebody with their iPhone. That hasn't oh. happened to you. Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say it does. Let's say you've got all these grapefruits tumbling down the aisles, every possible direction. You can't stop them, and you see somebody filming it. You're pretty sure that's going to be on YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, without your permission. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you could probably sue someone if you could figure out who the person was that was doing it and who put it on YouTube. But I think people just film everything. I know that people even watching sports, they film their kids back and forth, and they miss out on the moments. My daughter was a swimmer, same, you know, miler, and just back and forth and back and forth. I said to my husband, and those were the days with the big, huge cameras with the oh. lights. And, yeah, um, I said, stop You throw your shoulder out holding yeah, those things right, up. I, right. I had one that weighed about 74 pounds. Yeah. Well. But if you saw somebody and you had done something like that that they deemed comical and you saw them filming you, would you be inclined to go up to them or you just think, all right, it's going to be on YouTube. This is just what what is happening now. This is the way things are. Well, I think I what I would think is well, I'm just doing another dumb thing, and somebody caught it, and it's going to go on YouTube. <laughs> it wouldn't bother me at all, Shelley. 
It wouldn't bother me. If they showed it on America's Funniest Videos and you won $10,000? I would be right up there <laughs> suing them. You said, yeah. I'll go out and abuse all those grapefruit, whatever it <laughs> whatever it takes That's right. yeah. for the $10,000 check. And I guess we've covered a, a wide variety of topics today, but these are things, some are obviously exacerbated at the holidays, some are more sentimental because of the holidays, but they're all things that could aggravate people or affect people, certain things like that. In terms of society now, and we're not going to get heavy, we want to keep Sup with Shelly as topical and light and airy, uh, just like our drone order should be. Um, <laughs> what do you think has changed nowadays at the holidays that make it even better? And let's, not shopping, um, not shopping, not um, having orders prepared for you in a store. But what do you think has changed? And and I know what you're going to say, Debbie. You're going to say that you're glad that me and my friends and my neighbors have stopped caroling at your house. <laughs> I've and, heard you sing, Shelley. <laughs> well, and again, I knew that's what you'd say, that we've stopped caroling at your house, and that's one of the greatest things that has happened. I don't understand what your problem would have been with it because we always started with the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah, right. Yeah, the pliers and the uh, light and the... <laughs> we started with the 12 days of Christmas, which kept us on your porch. Yeah, for a long time. For a long time. time. I think sometimes the sun came up. And I thought it was kind of rude that you did flash the porch light. <laughs> we never got cocoa. <laughs> no, you didn't. So We never sorry. got a tip. Yeah. yeah. Other than to quit singing. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, there were there weren't there weren't a lot of um, appreciative, fest, uh, festive things that were said to us. In fact, I think we were uh, the recipient of some snowballs a few times. <laughs> so what what is happening with caroling? Oh, people are doing it still. They're still okay. doing it. I, there were people caroling through the village just recently. Um, I'm going to be doing a caroling thing with our neighbors, hopefully. Um, I think that's still alive and well. I think that's part of the real traditional Christmas warmth is that. I think that people, I know it warms my heart. It warms my heart. Not just the wine, but it warms my heart. <laughs> so it's about caroling and uh, adult beverages. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Adult beverages. Maybe adult beverages after. We used to carol all the time. And again, we're, we've been in a rural area for a long time. And we'd go to every house. And there was always two houses, didn't matter who they were, but there were always two houses where they never opened the door. We knew they were there. And it always reminded me of Halloween, when you'd go up and trick-or-treat, knowing the people were home, and you'd trick-or-treat, and they just didn't want to be bothered. Now, that's fine. I get yeah, that. I've yeah. done that. I, 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 I get it. But when you go up and all the lights are on, the porch lights on, yeah. You can hear music playing, and the minute you say trick or treat, all the lights go out. <laughs> now, it's a good thing. That's that's a tough lesson for a kid. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that is a tough, tough lesson for a kid. Yeah. And we would never, we would never resort to uh, throwing toilet paper or anything because at that time, we didn't buy in bulk. So we yeah. only had one roll, and yeah. with five people in the family, you just needed yeah. to save your toilet paper. Yeah, that makes sense. 
So, Caroline, I don't know how they could, uh, could they possibly turn out the lights or? I don't think so. They, Not for Caroline? No, no. It's such a nice thing for people to do. I don't think they turn out the lights. They don't have to give anything. All they have to do is listen. So, to me, why would you turn out your lights? Why would there be a time limit on how long they'd listen? <laughs> well, you know what? If no, no, not really. I think you could do a song because they're, they might be in the house. It might be decorating their tree. They could still hear the caroling, but they don't have to get involved. So I think that's a very safe thing to do. You were speaking of Halloween. I remember a story. Um, one of the people in our neighborhood when I was, where I grew up, um, he lived in the wooded part of our street. And mm-hmm. it was really kind of creepy. But he, we walked back there, and there's a lot of trick-or-treaters that wouldn't go there, but me and my friends, of course we did. And uh, he'd invite us in, and he'd make us sing him a song, which I, again, felt Did a he little, pick the song? No. We could <laughs> sing whatever we wanted, but we had to sing a song. And okay. once we were done with the song, he'd throw money up in the air and then watch us scramble for it. Even this today, I still think that's a weird thing to do. I thought it as a kid. I thought, why do I have to sing? And why does he throw money? Nobody else, everybody's giving me candy. What am I supposed to do with this? That is very, very, <laughs> that's very disturbing on so many levels. Back in the woods. How yeah. much How much money? Oh, you know, it's like dimes and pennies. Oh, back then it was that's like even that. more, but not, it covered now it's the, disturbing and just yeah. cheap. <laughs> yeah, it, and you know, it got violent on the floor, I got to tell you. <laughs> everybody's scrambling for the for the coins. How much money did you make from, what's the most money you made from one of those sessions? I really don't. I don't remember that. I don't because it was, to me, it wasn't about that. A lot of the kids I went with, it was about the money. But I wasn't, I was about the candy back then at that age. So you were, at that age, you were already worried about calories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can't take this one. I'll take this one over here because less calories. (laughs) Calories were the least of my concerns at <laughs> Halloween and really pretty much year-round. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much year-round, which, um, thank God, I don't like to bake. Because I would go crazy with cheesecake and things like oh, that. Yeah. Thank God I don't like to bake. Yeah, yeah. All right, so a last Christmas tradition. What is your favorite Christmas food or treat? Like, for example, and I don't want to steal your idea because I probably am stealing your idea. Eggnog. Oh, that's my husband's favorite. All right. What's your sure. favorite? Um, you know what? I a treat. It doesn't have to be sweet. It, it can be just. Oh, okay. I know. I like the shortbread, the Scottish shortbread. Oh, homemade. Yes. Homemade Scottish shortbread. My that, grandma used to make that. It was, it was very, very good. Now, would you spend the night at um, a grocery store for shortbread? No. <laughs> You keep With, bringing me back there. I'm, I'm not going. See, I've already got you to come back that you are going to get a magnifying <laughs> glass. You are going to get, you, you've already alluded to the the, the pliers. So oh, I know okay. that's right. you're going to be using the pliers. Okay. I'll get you to the magnifying glass. Okay. I'll get you to probably two flashlights. And that includes the kind that, uh, the light that you wear on your head. <laughs> If you keep going with this list, I'm going to have to get a hammer. That's uh, See, you're going to add it, and every time we have the show, we're going to have to add things that we use as we get older. Not that we're old, but as we get older, that we need to have around the house to just do day-to-day stuff, to function. 
and uh, to have handy to make things easier. So the list will get longer and longer. And I'm thinking by the time we do our next podcast, it'll be just about the list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Which then. I'll have to use the hammer. (laughs) Well, which then is is going to lead us to the next thing. Then it'll be about how we're going to carry all these things. Now, I know you have an apron. Yes, I do have an apron. I am the sloppiest cook around. It flies everywhere. So you're saying you wear the apron uh, so that a lot of the splatter goes into the apron or just to protect your clothes? Oh, to protect my clothes. And so the food that's all over is uh, on the apron and not on my nice clothes. That's what I do. But it's on the walls. It's on the walls behind. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah, Well, then. Yeah. So added to your list will probably be. Uh, a blender some, cover. Uh, or a, 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 a dish towel to walk okay. around with a dish towel. Yeah, okay, yeah. What happened to aprons? I'm still using them, honestly. I just That's saw a good one. question. What I, happened to aprons? I, I don't know. I have no idea. They were quite functional. They were. And I have an apron that has two pockets. It's not one of the big oh, barbecue. not there. enough. Yeah, not for cooking, but I use it for going from one room to the next. I can pick up a cell phone that belongs in the other room, and I have my pockets full. So I'm not what. So if you're looking for a cell phone and you walk into a room and you come out and your pockets are full, no, what, what have you found? <laughs> okay, maybe we should go there. We can save that for yeah, next. Yes, Hence because the hammer again. <laughs> because quite frankly, it makes me nervous. <laughs> but whatever happened to the apron? I mean, I know that um, I do volunteer work with animals and stuff, and you have the farriers come and they have the little pouch, and I see people at my job doing maintenance and stuff and they have all the the pouch with all the the pouch with all the different compartments carrying all kinds of things um do we need to carry more stuff with us then do we all need I know the kids carry backpacks do we all need to be wearing aprons oh, I don't know I just read a cleaning magazine once that said if you put have an apron on you can go from one room <laughs> to oh, the other instead of you running back and forth like we talked earlier about forgetting everything. Well, then, so two two pockets aren't going to work for you in the future as this continues. Is it's going to be you probably need bigger four, pockets? Maybe maybe an apron with pockets all the way around. <laughs> Just a couple kangaroos on the side. Yeah, <laughs> maybe pockets all the way around. I'm not sure. Maybe so, different sizes. Oh yeah, no. I, but you I, know, we're laughing. But yeah. No, it's not a bad my idea. My husband would fill them up. <laughs> if they were behind me, he'd fill them up, and then I wouldn't know it, and I wonder why they were so heavy. <laughs> it's not a bad idea because, you know, I must have 10 backpacks, and I think yeah, every time I go somewhere, I need a backpack to carry something. I mean, for goodness sakes, I went to get my car, uh, the oil changed in my car, and I took a, uh, I figured I was going to be there for a while, so, you know, I took a six foot sub and some magazines. But I walked in with a backpack and a bottle of water and something to read, and I thought, <laughs> uh, I walked in there dropping my car off, and I'm sure they looked at me thinking that um, I was planning on applying for a job and <laughs> working the late evening, which is typically Thursday. Yeah, lady, this is 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I took it in, and I instantly felt silly when I walked in with it. But I had my water and I had my magazines. And they're magazines that I haven't been able to read at home in forever. Motor Trends? Uh, no, it wasn't Motor <laughs> Trends, but they're magazines I haven't been able to read in forever. So I finally 
finally got caught up on the ending of Dallas. So it's like uh, <laughs> that's how old the magazines were. And speaking of getting caught up on the end of Dallas, I want to thank Debbie for sharing her time with me today. We talked about a lot of different things. And I think we solved a lot of problems. I do, too. I, I think too. that the world's a better place. Yes, agreed. And uh, we're better off yes. with this show called SUP. And that going forward, we're going to have many, many, many more topics, many, many more laughs. And uh, unfortunately, a longer list of tools to carry around in our aprons. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Debbie, for any having... parting words for no, the community for ha- listening to On TV? Yeah, thank you for having me, Shelley. I really appreciate it. This was fun. So Happy we'll, holidays. Same to you. And hopefully you won't get charcoal in your stockings. <laughs> Uh-oh. That, not. Hopefully, not. <laughs> hopefully nobody will, quite yeah. frankly. Hopefully nobody will. Right. Thank you, everybody. It's been um, fun and a blast today. And we appreciate you listening to us. It's been Sup with Shelley. Have a good day. Thank you.